Genesis Podcast. Welcome to the Genesis Podcast. I'm here with Valerie and my name is Anna and today we will be talking about the book of Judges. So the first judge that we're going to be talking about is Gideon. Gideon was known to be a coward at first but soon after he started to trust God that he can save the Israelites through him. He then defeats a huge army when he only had around 30 men. Gideon was also known to have a nasty temper, which made sense when he murders the Israelites that didn't want to help him defeat the huge army. I get it, because why would someone take the risk to leave their family and possibly die when the, enem- when the enemy is a lot bigger than yours? But not only does that happen, it gets even worse. He, may- he makes an idol with the goal that he won in his battle. When Gideon died, all of Israel started to worship the idol as a god. As most of us know, that is against the Ten Commandments, which God tells us that I am the Lord thy God, thou shalt not have any gods before me. It's funny how they know the Ten Commandments, but they still broke the first rule. And then Judges chapter 6, verse 36 through 37, it says, Then Gideon said to God, In order to see whether you will deliver Israel by my hand, as you have said, I'm going to lay a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. If if there is dew on the fleece alone and it is dry on all the ground, then I shall know that you will deliver Israel by my hand as you have said. We picked this quote because it shows the first red flag that someone should have seen. Gideon is testing God in this part of the text. And that seems a little fishy considering that Gideon isn't the almighty God that everyone loves and believes in. In the past, like with Moses, he questions God, but his faith gets stronger. Gideon, on the other hand, not only questioned God, but tested him. And even after all that, he completely breaks one of the Ten Commandments. The second judge that we will be talking about is Jephthah, was a very well-known mafia thug that lived in the mountains. Well, the Israel elders asked for his help and basically begged for his help because he was an effective leader. He had won a lot of battles, but he was also unfamiliar with God. So it would make sense that he starts to treat God like any other Canadian God. Also, he sacrificed his daughter to win the battle. Just like Abraham, Jephthah also tried to sacrifice one of his own children. Just at this time, there was no angel to try and stop Jephthah from giving up his daughter. Israel no longer knows the character of their own God. Leads to murder and... Judges chapter 11, verse 30 through 31, it states, And Jephthah made a vow to the Lord and said, If you give the Ammonites into my hand, then whoever comes out of the doors of my house to meet me, when I return victorious from the Ammonites, shall be the Lord's to be offered up by by me as a burnt offering. He tried to make a deal with God to make sure to win the battle. It doesn't really say in this passage, but Jephthah is going to sacrifice his one and only daughter, even though that's not how God thinks, which makes sense. People from the beginning, he, he didn't understand God and what and what he wanted from his people. And then the last character that we'll be talking about is Samson. Samson was said to be the worst, but he was full of promise. But then, but then with pretty much, every, but then with every other judge we talked about, he had no regard for uh, for the God of Israel. He was promiscuous and arrogant, but it did help that he did win 
brutally strategic victories over the Philistines, but only at the expense of his own integrity. In Judges chapter 16, verse 28, it says, Then Salmon called to the Lord and said, Lord God, remember me and strengthen me, train me only the once, O God, so that with the one act with the one act of revenge I may pay back the Philistines for my two eyes. At the end, he tried to look for God towards the end of his death because he knew that there was no way for him to come back. Out of all the people that we have learned, like Abraham, Joseph, Moses, Noah, and all of the rest of the people, no one has been bad like Samson has been described in Judges. Now our prediction for the following chapters is that after a while, God will be okay We'll be like, okay, now it's probably the time where they actually need a good leader. Because until that happens, the leaders are going to continue being like Samson, Gideon, and Jatha, since they are so used to having people like them. And so the question that everybody is asked is, how does this period in Israel's history reflect their struggle for self-identity and the search for an understanding of who the true God of Israel is? So me, Valerie, said that they kept on getting disappointed and breaking the laws that were supposed to be kept. They just wanted to know and remember their true God of Israel. But the two leaders that had kept that had kept coming up kept on messing up towards the end. They just wanted to be victorious in battle. Some didn't, some didn't even believe in God of Israel and some were just cold hearted. Oh, just oh, me, Dana. <laughs> they were lost and were looking for someone to help them be led. But each leader kept doing the wrong thing in the end. They would start good and then it would go downhill. Considering how many times they went through the cycle, it took them some time to realize the real characteristics of God. The cycle would be first sin, uh, then oppression, repentance, deliverance, and lastly, there would be peace. But then again, we kept on going through the cycle, so it didn't really make a difference. That's it for today, folks. The Genesis Podcast.